trust in money remains the bedrock of stability. The soul of money is trust. I, I think we are not paying sufficient attention to the law of unintended consequences. In the immortal words of the doors, the time to hesitate is through. Paco, mm-hmm. how you going, man? All good, brother. How are you, DJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very well, thank you, man. Uh, with uh, this is a long time coming, trying yeah, to is. organize this. <laughs> but you're a hard man to pin down with your um, escapades all over the world with Run with Bitcoin. <laughs> I think so. In another forty days, I would be much more relaxed because that will be the end of the entire journey. Yeah, yeah. It's been awesome watching you document it on social media and on YouTube. Um, Just phenomenal just to watch how Bitcoin is being in the world, I think, is the only way I can describe it. You know, it's... um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, I, I think so. I really would like to thank the community because this was just a random idea when we started this project. And slowly and gradually, I grew to become a toxic maxi, and now I'm moving away to become a human. So it's been a good journey. I think so. Community is a very important part. Like you make podcasts, and you see the community. It's a message. After all, we all are messengers. So we keep to do our. We need to do our part for the coming generation. So I am. I'm really thankful to the community for giving me this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, you give, you get what you give, right? And mm-hmm. I think the more you give, the more you tend to get back in return. It's um funny thing how the universe works like that. <laughs> that's, that's the best way I feel. The more you give, the more you get. Like we are just become proof of stake people. So it's good. The proof of work is coming back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're, we're transitioning from proof of stake to proof of work on a human scale, on a human yeah. level. Brilliant. How did you discover Bitcoin? Man, this goes back. The first time I heard about it was in 2016, 17. I was in Chile in a hostel. I had a German guy half naked running down at 2 a.m. shouting, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> and I was like, what a scam. <laughs> Fast. Like, fast forward to 2021, um, I did not have a, my business flopped. I did not know what I'll be doing next. And my friend gave me a call and asking me if I want to travel the world. And I was like, yeah. He was like, but you have to travel using Bitcoin. And I was like, okay, but what is Bitcoin? He's like, yeah, I'm gifting you this book called The Bitcoin Standard. Have a read and come to me. And if you read just the first chapter of that book by Saifuddin Amos, it explains so beautifully how we moved away from the gold standard. And I went down the rabbit hole from there. I went to my friend and we were chit-chatting and he was like, let's make the project. So we came up with a project called Run With Bitcoin. 
the purpose of the project was to see whether Bitcoin really is money because money, like a US dollar is used all around the world. Can Bitcoin be used around the world to vlog that and to practically find our, bit, our humans or Bitcoin kind people? Because the message that goes around is Bitcoin is a toxic maxis. So that was the purpose and the journey was crowdfunded. I really thank the community always. I would say that like 100,000 times more because some gave me sats, some gave me blessings, some took me around, some guided me, some connected me. I really would like to thank those people also who said no to me because that strengthened my vision, that strengthened my purpose. And yeah, the journey started from there, thanks to the Bitcoin Standard Book. And here I am, I'm done 39 countries now. Uh, one more to go, that would be practically after like three conferences. Next month, I would be ending my journey on November 30th, approximately. Awesome. So you weren't necessarily a Bitcoiner. You may not have put your hand up and said, I'm a Bitcoiner and I'm also going to go on this journey around the world trying to you know, live off Bitcoin and see how I can run with Bitcoin. You were kind of at the early stages of that. So you've been evolving this entire time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been like, oh, I, I did not even know about Halfini. I came to know about Halfini in December. And my journey started in September. And my journey has been inspired and created or made by people I met on the road. So I've met communities of Bitcoiners in these different countries. And that has been my source of information or my education in this entire process. And thanks to FTX, Luna, Celsius, uh, all these projects that busted out, I got more and more maxi in this entire process. So I grew. And, uh, and I'm, this is the best way, I think. So I, I, I got to see the world with the Bitcoin lens. And that was very important. Wow. Yeah. I'm just trying to process this because... Most people, particularly, let's just say, most people I've spoken to on this podcast have mm-hmm. read about Bitcoin, watched YouTube videos or other things to do with Bitcoin. They've consumed Bitcoin content before going into the world and engaging with it in such a way that maybe they you know, start to apply some sort of orange lens onto their vision, their point of view, their way of life. And they sort of have this academic, maybe theoretical concept of Bitcoin. Whereas you had a basic, you know, you said like this is the first chapter of the Bitcoin standard and then off you go. And you're getting this empirical real-time feedback from actual bitcoiners in the world who are educating you at the same time as your like i just (laughs) what an extraordinary way to come to know bitcoin (laughs) man i i i would say like when what i saw through my eyes i say bitcoin is a bubble we are just frogs in a pond croaking who is the loudest everything is a bubble you go meet the Solana people, they are bubble. You meet the Ethereum Maxis, they are bubble. 
you meet the fiat maxis they are in a bubble i come from india we worship gold my grandfather has gold my dad has gold i have gold everybody has gold and still we don't use the gold in our day to day life because of the medium of exchange and the ease that the fiat offered us and then some people sitting in united states of america have access to play with my future and they keep printing and i keep feeling the inflation hmm and these all things when i started seeing all of this and i'm like it is a bubble bitcoin is still a bubble hardly how many people use bitcoin man oh you say there are million addresses with bitcoin out of those million addresses 10 million addresses i have myself 15 addresses so it's just like a big bubble like oh we have bitcoin adoption it is going to take 25 30 years it's a rich man's game you have money in the pocket i have money in the pocket we are sitting on the table and we are talking about bitcoin <laughs> yes good education makes sense i'm with you i love education great job but try and educate africans who have 3000 languages yeah it's like yeah anybody shouting here we are hyper bitcoinized we are the best man yes we are the best but everything has its pros and cons and with bitcoin we are the same people who hate cbdc who hate the digital shit happening but we are the same people who love bitcoin because that is the nice digital thing <laughs> it's a, it's like it's weird you know but it's better than fear it gives us hope it gives us a hope and i'm not here to damper any hope but i'm here also to give people reality check like hey we are very early and stay humble stack sats you can't change the world Yeah, wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's always good to get that little bit of counter argument um because it's very easy to get caught up in the bubble, particularly um when you're just constantly around it and you just think, you know, you 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 believe that you you understand it sufficiently enough and then you become incredulous that others around you don't understand it. and mm. and you look around you know you're probably looking at nine people who <laughs> have no clue what the hell bitcoin is or why they should care and you're the only mm. one and yet every now and again you think to yourself you know we're we're on our way we've already won we you know all of the all of the things that people that bitcoin is say <laughs> <laughs> you got it man like i like i like bitcoiners i like these are the most ethical people in the world but ethics does not bring food to your table ethics brings calmness to your soul and it's good to be ethical but if you come from a country where the average salary is between 60 to 150 dollars for an average person they cannot be taught ethics you can't teach ethics to an empty stomach you can say you are the best you are the greatest you are the greatest scholar in this world the scholar was also the greatest because they had food to feed them because creativity cannot come in an empty stomach and bitcoin is our only hope in the current existing system i have met a bunch of bitcoiners who have told me if there is some next best thing we will jump on but as of now there is no other best thing apart from bitcoin and i think so we need to we need to we are mostly keyboard warriors go to twitter go to reddit people keep fighting and shouting without anything and saying hodl 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 take your bitcoin go teach somebody some bitcoin they won't do that no I can't do that. I want to protect protect myself. I mean, we should start uh, taking initiatives because it uh, the the journey of Bitcoin 
is not about the prize it's about the friends you make along the way because the friends that go along with you in this bear market are the ones you will treasure the bull market with but it is just about money mostly are there for the money and you can make more money in a shitcoin i would say i would say it to you i would say it to everyone a person trading in shitcoin will convert his shitcoin to bitcoin because he doesn't want to lose his money yeah it doesn't want to lose his purchasing power yes and that is that is everywhere in india how can i how can i start being negative to such people who are trying to put money on their or put food on their table and they find crypto as a means to meet ends this is like this is like humanity happening in front of us where we have the everything works right we need a chef we need a doctor we need plastic we need rubber we need drugs we need alcohol we need religion we need insurance everything plays their important part in this and, and bitcoin is one of the most important solutions to what is happening around us to preserve what's coming in future you're like operating um kind of at the bottom of maslow's hierarchy of needs whereas most people on bitcoin twitter are operating somewhere along at the top you know mm-hmm. you've got physiological as you said food on the table breathing mm-hmm. being able to just survive the day survive the week survive the month the year and whatever small amount of money you have in your pocket maybe you could save a tiny little bit of it but more often than not you're probably just using it to transact to buy things so there is no real hodling in a lot of the places that you've been and experienced bitcoin with people whereas the internet bitcoin twitter reddit whatever is tends to be you know dom- top heavy of the sort of esteem self actualization portion of the hierarchy right hmm you got that perfectly right man it's i would say we are bitcoiners are pretty much on the sixth level they're on self transcendence they are not on self actualization not on top they are moving over to into the cyberspace <laughs> they have left everything they have achieved everything they're moving forward and i i appreciate it. i feel bitcoiners are the people who will be the pace setters in the coming world these are the people who would be the thinkers of the world but toxicity never got you friends please stop being toxic and start being nice love was the answer love is the answer and love will be the answer this is why we still sing bob marley's songs till today because he sang it with love and here we are saying yes we are our pride our ego is so much higher we were so boastful like we are the best we forget that this is all technology which didn't exist 10 years ago was something 20 years ago was something else so we need to be very we we have forgotten the humble part stay humble stack sats looks good on twitter <laughs> go to reality they are like i just want to stack sats and shit on you and that's been your experience more so in the western hemisphere I I've done global south as such so I I'll tell you mostly when I comment on these things I speak on behalf of global south so I've done african 18 countries and south american latin american countries about 15 8 in asia and I have just seen these all people are try hustling 
mm-hmm. most of the crypto projects are hustling so i started i hosted 109 bitcoin meetups right so when you host so many meetups you get to meet the community on the ground and then you start seeing like why i'll give you a very good example brother india 1.5 billion people we hosted our bitcoin for india conference how many showed up do you know i couldn't tell you man um let's let's ballpark out of 1.5 billion people let's say 200 million are techies okay just give me a number 1.5 200 million i reckon 2000 eighty people oof wow yep that's significantly lower than i uh than i anticipated exactly. that's the reality yep uh bitcoin alive australia how many showed up gee whiz from memory it was like 400 roughly there we go there we go that's yeah. the reality brazil 200 people Miami, it's the same 30, people. <laughs> Miami, thirty thousand is like a show. Yeah, where most of them are practically crypto traders who are <laughs> holding their thing. I'm just talking about you. And you talk about toxicity angle. What has happened is we do not attract friends. We just start by saying the world is going to shit. Buy Bitcoin, save yourself. And this way, that negative that we know we are good, but we are unable to convince the other person. And if anybody is a shitcoiner, we are like you shitcoiner, stay away. You shitcoiner. I know we are idealist people. It's good, but this idealism is not attracting more people to join the community, right? We need this eighty to become eight hundred, eight thousand. And it wasn't like this was the first Bitcoin for India conference. It was the second one. Hmm. And this it's a reality check, brother. I'm telling you, I can speak about a lot of these countries who have like hundred million people, two hundred million people. but mostly people are into crypto rather than in bitcoin usdt is much more preferred than bitcoin it is a reality you see all these numbers they say oh we have bitcoin adoption in nigeria we have bitcoin adoption no bitcoin is used as a synonym to all the other cryptocurrencies in the world and when they say there is a good adoption in nigeria kenya india it's because these people are p2p traders these are not the common joe who is using your bitcoin for day to day life no these are traders and these traders love usdt and these are the people they have high numbers because usdt gives you stability now if i start using stability with stable sats our bitcoin community will come shitting on me saying that's a custodial wallet <laughs> anything we will do we come and say oh why custody be a classy citizen yeah there's a There's an unhelpful purity test uh, <laughs> that tends to get around, you know, amongst Bitcoiners, and I mean, that's fine to an extent in a fully developed country with, you know, sound infrastructure. Um, the optionality of not using bitcoin if you get into a pinch and you know you can run on the old traditional banking fiat rails and so on and so forth um and because you have that luxury because you're sitting somewhere towards the top of that maslow's hierarchy of needs you're not thinking about day-to-day stuff like eating 
um, you can then turn your attention to, yeah, these purity tests and these, these um, calling out people for not being uh, true adherence to the Bitcoin ethos. And you're right, man, it's, it's just a total luxury to be able to do that. It's not to say that there isn't anything valid and that there isn't a kernel of truth somewhere within that. And the idea is to perhaps strive to be the best and most authentic Bitcoiner or person, just person with integrity um, mm-hmm. that you can be. But that is not the reality as you've been describing since the start mm-hmm. of this pod for the vast majority of people around the world. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah man, it is, it is like sometimes I just, like yesterday, I was in the bar with like some seven, nine Bitcoiners. The Bitcoin price pumped. We celebrated. It went from 27,000 to 30,000. And then it crashed the next minute because of the ETF fake news from Cointelegraph. And at that moment, I just stopped. I looked around. There were another 500 people in this huge ass bar. Nobody cares. I was like, who are we? We are just a little tiny pea in the pod. What are we doing? <laughs> like, think about it. Huh? I, more, I have started noticing that people are fanatics about Bitcoin. They start loving Bitcoin way too much. And then they get, like, Bitcoin is the only answer. And are, like, are these people love-deprived? That they find out. <laughs> How was the childhood? How was the life with your parents? It all starts, it's all within you, right? Yeah. I mean, I know Bitcoin doesn't cheat on you. <laughs> so you are like, yeah, this is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The fanatics. I, 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 love, I love Bitcoin, man. See, for me, I see a Bitcoiner. I, I love them. I am, I, I am just expressing my opinion one out of the million people of the community. I'm just a voice. I'm not supposed to be the right one, but I'm a voice in this community because it's an open source. I will never shit on any Bitcoin company. I will definitely not shit on any shitcoiners because I am not here to give that shitty energy. I'm here to share that we are here again, here to try to improve our future. Think about it, brother. My father, one man, had one job and had three kids. And today, a man needs three jobs to have one kid. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. How shitty have we become that a father cannot even enjoy his child because he has to bloody pay the bills. Mm -hmm. So we have gotten into shit. And no doubt about that. So that is the fight against. The fight is for the hard money. There is no other fight. The fight is for hard money. Everything else is noise, right? They say, right, zoom out. I am on par. I am like, I see a Bitcoiner, I can sit and chit-chat. But I can't talk Bitcoin to you at bloody 11 in the morning, then 1 in the afternoon, then 3 p.m. Until 4 a.m., I can't talk bloody Bitcoin. I get exhausted. There's nothing changing. Think about it. Brother, since when are you a Bitcoiner, can I ask you? Uh, Yeah, 2019. 2019. Those guys who discovered Bitcoin in 2012, they said US dollar is going to hell. It's been 2023. All right? It's been almost 12 years. The dollar is still there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they lost st- their twelve years. They lost twelve years of their life shouting, "Oh, the dollar is going to shit." 
20 years down the line also it's going to be the same thing it's almost like um you hear like the gold bugs doing that and they've been doing it since time and memoriam really i mean if you want to be kind you could say since 1971 right they've like at some point the us dollar is going to turn to shit and we're all going to go back to the gold standard and you know imagine shouting that and berating people over the head with that message for 50 years 53 <laughs> years whatever it is 54 years and you're still not like you're not even more correct than a broken clock you know at least that's like right twice a day and it's kind of like these perma bears in even just macro um, discussions about the traditional financial markets you know they're constantly there's a crash going to come crash going to come I mean if you say it often enough you know you might get your timing right and wow how prescient um, you're right like the whole point of bitcoin isn't so much to destroy anything it's to build and create and foster um flourishing you know there you go. that's it yeah <laughs> this is wild this is wild my second question generally pertains to why do you think you are open to discovering bitcoin but you you were discovering Bitcoin in real time, as we've, as we've said, like as you were going around. So I dare say, and not to put words in your mouth, but you have some sort of requisite curiosity that is so important for living a good life and being in the world. But it's almost crucial if you even want to try and understand Bitcoin. Would that be a fair assessment? So the second part, can you say the last part? The last part you said, the fair assessment part, I lost you there. I was just saying that you need curiosity. You need to be wanting to learn in order to even identify if even that's a thing as a Bitcoiner, right? Um, so prior to bitcoin i mean the, the mere fact that you were like well i'm just going to go around the world right mm -hmm. and and jump on buses and trains and planes mm -hmm. and meet strangers and have conversations even without this little extra layer of bitcoin on top of that is an extraordinary thing to do mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. many people do do that and mm -hmm. you've taken it to this extra dimension by incorporating bitcoin into it so why do you think you were open to discovering Bitcoin? I think I already know the answer to that, which is just your insatiable curiosity for mm -hmm. people in the world. That, man, I'm going to, uh, I think that we, uh, I, it's a beautiful question. It all goes back to 2015 when I quit my job and I started hitchhiking around the world. And I traveled from US to Argentina hitchhiking. And that's how I am. I love traveling. I have couch surfed with over 400 people. Mm -hmm. And that is a very strong community of... Are you aware of Couchsurfing? Yeah, I am. So Couchsurfing gives you these things called reviews. So it says don't trust, verify. So if you're a good host or a good guest, you get a positive review. I have over 400 such reviews. So for me, the Couchsurfing community was the best community in the world because I used to stay in strangers' house irrespective of the class, color, creed, religion. So when I discovered Bitcoin and I was like, Jesus, Lord. This is an even stronger community because here we are trying to fix the world. 
and I was like, this is on the similar grounds. And I'm a gold bug. I love gold because of my country. And I was like, if I can spread a positive message with Bitcoin, I will also get to learn and I would be able to share this with Bitcoiners as we move forward. Look, look, think about it. How many Bitcoin companies are there? How are their revenue models? How many are surviving and how many are making noise? Having ideology is one thing and having a business model is another thing. How many lightning users are there? <laughs> you put me on the spot here, man. I haven't read the River Report lately. Yeah. A million, they said, we use transactions, a million. But are, are, do you think there are a million users or there are a million transactions, right? Mm. How many are using them daily? 10,000? 20,000? 30,000? 50,000. There we go. It's a store of value. And the store of value is there. It's like, so my message was very clear in this that I understood with my curiosity angle that, hey, when the next bull run comes, when the people in that country are looking for Bitcoin, they have an encyclopedia to access. You have got BTC map now. You have... Uh, you have these circular economies. You have these 300 Bitcoin books outside. Now you have these vlogs. You have fucking over 50 Bitcoin movies. So we are just adding to the entire encyclopedia. Basically, we are making the Roman Empire for ourselves right now. The Roman Empire with memes and podcasts. <laughs> so many podcasts. <laughs> I want more. I need more Bitcoin podcasts. <laughs> I need more angles and less macro. Uh, the Lynn Alden and what Dylan? Who's that guy from Leclerc? Yeah, those are the macro people. Yeah. Have you oh, done podcasts with them? I love, I love Lynn Alden, and I, and I, and I like I was watching her, you know, on on um, on other channels before. You know, I sort of was kind of i guess figuring out this bitcoin thing at a similar time she's she's yeah i got a lot of time for macro but i mean it, it just um it tends to be the same thing over and over again I'm, I'm more interested in in these human elements the humanist element that's connected to bitcoin and how it's touching people and experiencing ch changing their experiences and you're doing it in real life in meat space and i'm doing it through networks you mm -hmm. know peer-to-peer -peer, so on and so forth on keat and everything and you know those sorts of angles so more content from the human perspective is what i'm after and i could care less how many bitcoin podcasts there are <laughs> and whether or not there's too many uh for my mind there's not enough of anything i want it all you know the 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 permission the entry the cost of entry, whatever you call it, the barrier to entry is, is pretty damn low. You just have to be a competent person that can have a decent conversation with someone and make it sound compelling and entertaining, um, which not everyone can do. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just saying <laughs> more podcasts, but the market will decide whether or not you, um, you're good or not. <laughs> How has discovering Bitcoin changed you? It has made me realize that I'm no one in this world. I am just a normal man. And it has made me visionary. 
rather than thinking for two months or six months or two years, I think about like every action of mine, where does it take me in next 10 years? Or where do I go in 20 years? Like, that's what has happened to me. Mm, I've started moving more towards being a family man, which I feel is the right way as we move forward, which I wasn't thinking of before. I am thinking of using my brains more than my legs. <laughs> so enough of running, <laughs> but helping the ecosystem and getting, uh, you see our ecosystem needs money, old money to connect to the new money. So move more towards that, help the Bitcoin only companies. And yeah, I, I think so. I would love to help Bitcoin companies. Like this is what I would see, but from the outside angle, less camera more work <laughs> <laughs> so that's where i feel i have done that part i think so whatever we do in this bear market it, it's the bull market that adds on more users to the ecosystem yeah. that's what i have seen and i think so if we can get more people to appreciate the blockchain network of bitcoin rather than just the price we will get many more solutions and many more people to join our network because people will get opportunities in the network rather than trying to take down the us dollar us dollar is a low-hanging fruit one day or the other it will go but why should we waste our energy over that it will go they are their own creators and they are their own destructors we have to do nothing we just have to run our node be nice to people and bring more ease to people in joining the network rather than being like hey you shit coin or stay the fuck away. <laughs> I mean, the thing that you get, um, well, I get a little bit bullish about is irrespective of the price, every single day all around the world, someone is being switched on to the concept of Bitcoin, mm -hmm. to the phenomenon that is Bitcoin. And there's people that are being switched onto it from a really nascent point of view where they're like, okay, maybe I need to give this a little bit more thought. And there are people that are being switched on from a, holy shit, this thing has just changed my life. Now I need to like, I don't know, consume all of the content and all of the information to try and understand this. And then you've got these other people that are like, today I'm going to start contributing somehow to this thing and I don't know how that what that looks like but I'm going to do something and then you've got these other people that are just building these phenomenal businesses and technologies that are helping advance all that other people that were upstream of that and it's it's happening every single day no one really is waking up and going I want to figure out what fiat money is and how I can best contribute or at least find a way to get as close as I can to the spigot. I mean, maybe they are, maybe, maybe, but they're generally older, I'd say, um, individuals. They're not necessarily younger individuals. And so, you know, it's almost um, without being deterministic about it, it's um, as long as you show up every day, you know, we kind of got this in the bag. And as you said, the USD is the <laughs> low-hanging fruit. <laughs> what a bullish <laughs> statement. <laughs> Man, we, can, we, 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 are, we, are, we are very creative people and we should use our energy in creating rather than shitting. <laughs> like, it's called bullying. 
we are the we are we bully people left right center like it's okay i like it it's good but we should use our energy this is my message to mostly all the people i meet nowadays they ask me what's the easiest way to orange pill somebody i'm like give them some satoshis because if you give them some sats at least you're sharing rather than you you're just talking words give them some sats do it at least they will have some sats and they will question about it na <laughs> as of now you're just words and words are wind words are plenty but if you give them some sats you can get people and and you need to increase the tribe man this is how you have your own government this is how you made your religion this is how you make your cult get more people involved and and if you would put it in a very simple terms it would be like hey bitcoin is the simplest pyramid scheme in the world the more people buy the your bitcoin goes up simple there is nothing very straight up i'm telling you on your face if you buy bitcoin goes up you want to join the party no all right join later because one way or another it will go up with you or without you i say this very openly to people and people are like ha ah, who he i'm like yeah, it's so simple there is no running around the bush here running around the bush is you and your credit cards and your banks think about that sorry <laughs> you blown my mind man hey man you, you mentioned... got me at a good time bro you got me at a good time at the end of my journey so i'm i'm not like the regular maxi now <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that you are thinking more long term your time preference is lower and you're thinking more in tune of 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 family and building a family you know creating a family which you didn't have that perspective when you started this project run with bitcoin um what is it about this the 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 family the idea of the family a family that has so compelling and it's interesting you is it is it because you see an ability to have a family on bitcoin or is it something else um i think so the i it's the people around you and most of the bitcoiners i'm i'm, I'm meeting are family people and that has been a really good inspiration to me and second it's like that's the easiest way to bring change in the world that's what i felt like you want to change the world you bring your own people you bring your own tribe and this is you contributing to the world in a very positive way rather than sitting on twitter and saying like hey uh i am the change i am the change i feel family is very important just every single line coming out of your mouth right now is not wind it's wisdom <laughs> man brother when you use bitcoin everywhere and you just see how early you are you're blessed when you're blessed it's your purpose to share this blessing with every other people around you and that's why we came forward right sharing is caring caring is sharing if your father didn't share his love his money you would be behind the bars now but you're here where you are able to share this with your own family so what you are doing is you are creating a ripple effect in this world and we should not stop this ripple effect with this wokeness and all <laughs> sorry but i'm i i, I don't mind woke is there and shit but i mean just bring more people in this world because in 
you have to pay the let's if i put it in simple manly terms you have the debt of your father on you and it is your duty to pay off this debt by having your own child so once you come back again in this world you have to not pay the debt then do you follow me what i said or i just skipped it no i do i'm following yeah all right yeah it's um it's it's the whole point right it's paying it forward paying it forward exactly pushing yeah. the progression mhm and um and i think maybe you know a lot of bitcoiners when they scream at the top of their lungs on twitter <laughs> or wherever mhm it's coming from a place of love because they they're so frustrated they're like you know just just wake up like just be aware you know uh open your eyes and they perhaps george carlin used to say uh scratch a cynic and you'll find an idealist and it's like an armor that's been built up over time this sort of cynicism couched in in or covering like an up up a a youthful idealism and um you know they probably just they probably just like how can you not see what i'm seeing right now it's just the tactic to try and persuade someone to see what they're seeing is just it's horrible <laughs> basically because mm-hmm. it's just belittling them oh you're an idiot you're stupid you haven't done the work blah 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 and i'm guilty of that myself no doubt about it hands up but um i think i truly do think that whenever you do speak to someone about bitcoin it comes from a place of care and love and compassion even though it might be delivered in a barb of you're a fucking moron <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I look around the normies and I I say the same things in my mind. I'm like, you fucking morons! You don't know shit. It's hard to overcome that thought, right? Yeah, man. I think so. We have to we have to stop seeing us superior to others, and we should start seeing ourselves as equal to everyone. I remember there was this moment today on the on the Bitcoin for India conference. They were asking me questions and all this stuff. and they asked me something how do you feel and i was like we start respecting people too much and i just came down the stage and i said i'm a normal person like you we shouldn't be on the stage we put everybody on the top and we put be little ourselves or sometimes we be little the other person so we shouldn't be little some other we should, we all are equal people man we are fighting the hard money game right yeah it's it's a process i think so everybody will learn and like they say everybody gets the bitcoin at the price they deserve it so i think so we should start being nice start sharing that goodness because let's say you bought 0.1 btc and you shared 100000 sats over a period of 3 months at least you shared something no god will provide you more you have to believe there is abundance in this world and we have to see this in a very positive way and share this in a very positive way which is not even the circumstances and concrete jungle around us dictates us to be this industrial warrior for the greater good of the government where we have forgotten the joy within ourselves 
What have you learned about the world? And more importantly, what have you learned about yourself since discovering Bitcoin? I feel I have a purpose. I feel I'm going to be the president of India in 20 years. And um, I think so I have to share this with people in a very... Because the yin, the yang, we need both the ways. If our father did not cane us, we would be... He's on... <laughs> so, we are like, um, we all have this energy. Uh, thanks to Bitcoin, we have the most valuable resource in this world, that is time. And we are going to use this time and share it with humans in a way. See, Bitcoin has given us time in terms of like we don't think about saving money, that our money will lose value. Now we think about like, okay, now I have this time. How will I use this time so that others also get more time? Now when we have collectively time, we can either go to a bar and drink and talk philosophy or we can take that time and see how we bring more change slowly this is slowly and suddenly yes that's because to bitcoin the time preference is the most important thing that has happened and um, yeah man i mean a lot of things i don't spend money uselessly nowadays i spend i see what's that need and want factor very clearly and that is a uh, learning which everybody goes through i think so everybody learns in their own way we should just look within ourselves i started looking within myself more rather than looking outside <laughs> i looked outside and i was like thank god i'm blessed thank god i'm blessed and i like africa was the biggest learning in my life where i came back and i thanked my lord and i was like i'm blessed because we keep complaining to the god we never are thankful we use the god as a walmart we go to god just asking for things imagine you going to your father and every time just asking, 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 rather than being grateful. Mm. Because when you were born, you were hungry, naked and crying. And now you have clothes, food and shelter. And you're smiling. So, yeah, like this is what I've learned. So we should take that and spread that. Use this energy for something more than just us. Gratitude. Yeah, gratitude, yes, sir. Yeah, it's underrated. Yeah, right. like like imagine I just keep asking you all the time. Like you keep asking your father all the time. You, your father will get irritated. You'll be like, yo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, people yeah, man. ask the state for things all the time. And the state mm -hmm. loves it when people ask yes. them for things. Because they just go, brr, and they give it to them. <laughs> Dude, sort of. you talk about this. Dad, you talk about the state. I'm going to give you a story of a state called Gujarat. It's in India, and in Gujarat, so there were there's a there were two party candidates. One party candidate says you need to work, make money. Do you figure your life out? I will support you. A one candidate came there. His name was Kejriwal, and he comes and he says, "Hey, if you vote for me, I will give you free water, free electricity, free this, free this. Do you want all this free?" Everybody said no. They said, we don't want your free water. We don't want your free electricity. We don't know. We know how to work. We know how to make money. We can buy it from you. That's a pure proof of work state. But you go to United States of America, COVID came. They gave every human uh, unemployed person $2,600 per month. That's, 
what kind of culture lives in like th- exists in that area where they were immune to the free stuff it was the brother if you look back in this time during the roman empire most of the things remember they wanted to find india so they were all on the coastal side from iran to karachi that's pakistan to gujarat rajasthan like not rajasthan sorry gujarat maharashtra these coastal people so ships and trade routes were the reason yeah right so that culture is there from that part and then thanks to the industrial revolution that came in the 90s we were governed by in the british for 200 years so the education system that was imparted was to make industrial workers so we have that thing like since growing up like be a doctor be a teacher be an engineer like do something if you want to succeed in this world do something and learn english so we all grew up like that and that's how we are here with this still that culture of proof of work because we were never handed out free stuff so yeah that's how a little bit of culture that i speak about that's not that would be let's say 200 people like 500 million people 300 million people we are 1.5 billion people country yeah so yeah is to that part <laughs> and is that universal across the country like there's a, a sense of proof of work amongst the 1.5 billion karma there's a saying your karma is your dharma that means your work is your religion if you are working that's your religion that's it it's said in the mahabharata it's said in the gita it's very clear in the holy books and it's good man remember uh, you also grew up working man if you listen to your father when you were a small child and you obeyed him every sunday he gave you pocket money there you go from there it starts the culture and then you grew up you went to job you went and you got paid you did your business you got paid so that's what it happened so i think so that's very important right I think it's it's the most important um yeah. but it's not generally and again viewed through this is coming from you know a person who is in a developed country westernized um that perspective of work and the will to work and the will to contribute and create value and share it amongst the community is not as prevalent as it either once was or it ought to be and you know i read back back from people like plato you know 2500 years ago transcribing conversations that socrates had and the idea of trying to fix the problems of civilian life because of a lack of meaning and degeneracy and corruption in politics and so on and so forth and you know it's like there's nothing new under the sun so i wonder has it always been that way or is it is it gone parabolic recently you know with 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 the facilitation of the fiat money printer has it has it contributed the fiat money printer has contributed in lot of development all across definitely but it's the it provided jobs also so this from the jobs people got this entrepreneurial background and they grew and i think so it's been for years like it's been in our thing that you have to work and with the current 
technological advancement where india used to be called a country of snakes and spiders is now using a mouse to talk to the world to basically facilitate the world and this was something that happened beautifully thanks to the english i would say <laughs> definitely that they imparted us this common language of education that let us let us connect to the world and contribute which was valued and which added more value to the world so it's been like an in, it's like the country what that's what i think so america was or america is i can't say because i don't know american so well but that's how australia the europe i think so it's like a process right good that that meme is there right good times no bad times create good people good people create great times great times create weak people and blah blah it's a cycle mm. so we are on this side of the cycle now we'll be on that it's like a cycle it's a shift in this world like south american countries is a very good example venezuela being the one of the richest countries in the world is right now being the poorest right mm-hmm. um brazil suffered the same thing they had like four currency changes devalued and blah now they are very strong now brics uh peru suffered this ecuador every country had this time so now it's argentina you see and i think so it's like a cycle and this time we are on this side like, let's go back 200 years ago we were like slaves and all they were treating and now it's the flip side happening <laughs> the, the funny thing is like we make it we make literally fun of this in india it's like a meme it's like yep now we got a brown president from prime minister of the uk <laughs> we got a sick in the canada like the <laughs> like yeah man that's so cool i'm like yeah so it's the, it's the cycle i think so we are on the other side of the cycle now we are on the other side of the cycle the east meets the west the west meets the east <laughs> everything in balance everything in harmony yeah. yes it's it's see brother it's a beautiful life we start seeing it like sometimes very cynically right hmm It is, we are blessed, man. We are blessed, like bro. I, I took, I took it. I took a screenshot. Singaporean president is Indian descent. UK prime minister, Irish prime minister, Portugal prime minister, Trinidad Tobago, Mauritius, Suriname, Guyana, and Seychelles. This is insane, right? <laughs> yeah, the, bro. And the beautiful part, or funny part, funny part. They all went as slaves. They were all taken as either slaves or to manage businesses. Most of the Indians, I would say, less than slaves. most of the indians were taken to handle trade routes so all the countries that i have told you were all on the coastal countries and they were handling trade routes and now they are the president <laughs> <laughs> there's um yeah there's something in that as an irony or some sort of universal alignment at play yeah. particularly when you when you frame it as like through through trade this idea of trade it's um yeah wow it's almost meritocracy at work really it's it's kind of happening in real time um bitcoin is the facilitator of this trade now mm-hmm. everybody can trade now <laughs> you've done this enough uh all around yeah. the world but how do you explain bitcoin bitcoin is freedom of speech i would say to everybody it gives you freedom to express yourself you will appreciate it when you are looking for a change in your life i say it like 
And yeah, man, I would say Bitcoin gives you that voice, man. It gives you most of the like Nostra. Do you use Nostra, brother? I do have Nostra. I don't use it as often as I ought to. Networks are strong. Okay. So, strong. okay. Uh, Nostra is your uh, freedom of speech. You can say anything. Right? And Bitcoin lets you send money anywhere. So when you have freedom, you can express yourself. And it's a tool in making you a greater man. Yep, that's Bitcoin to me in short. <laughs> <laughs> eloquent, eloquent in its brevity. Good English words, man. You have amazing English. Uh, you read a lot? Oh, I'm trying. I mean, let's, you, you got to listen to my podcast with Daz B. Uh, I just swear like a sailor on that one. You've, you've brought out a side of calm um, uh, that, 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 that uh, I'm finding quite pleasant, actually. <laughs> Okay. Woof. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. We all are awesome. We are. We all are the pieces of the same puzzle. And I'm glad we got to connect. And you're calm. I'm calm. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice energy, man. I got one last question for you. Yes, please. What does Bitcoin mean to you? It is light. It is light. It's like, it's your laser eyes, bro. <laughs> Bitcoin Bitcoin is this um, cloak around you that's always telling, go on, go on. And yeah, it pushes you, man. It's, it's pushing you to be a more, to be a human. Mix of human emotions, rationality, and just, it makes you feel, you know, it just adds that little, okay, oh, yes, Bitcoin is sought. In moderation, you enjoy it, excess will kill you. Bitcoin is sought. I'll sum it up to you there. Oof, oof. That's a metaphor. Far out. <laughs> you speak like someone who's been around the world talking to Bitcoiners, you know, like you, you just, yeah, I mean, you've just absorbed this knowledge, wisdom, insight, passion, compassion, curiosity, generosity, love, kindness, and the will to be better. And it just comes across. It just oozes out of you in this, in this last hour or so. It's been an absolute pleasure and a joy to speak with you, Paco, and for sharing some of your scarce time and finite energy, telling us the tale of how you discovered Bitcoin, I thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, DJ. You are an amazing host. I really enjoyed talking to you. And yeah, man, mm, blessings. <laughs> like <laughs> it's we are we are team Bitcoin. I would always say we are team Bitcoin, and. Inshallah, we get to meet each other some some conference. And thank you once again. Just...